This is Professor Pete Alexander with the Winning at Business and Life podcast, where business leaders share their insights. It is six questions in seven minutes because successful business leaders are busy and rarely have more time to spare. So let's get to it. Question number one in a few sentences. Please tell me who you are and what you do. All right. Thank you for that question, Pete. I am Gregory Kasim Rutledge. I am a UX designer for PayPal by day. And I'm a confidence coach and motivational speaker by night. I take people from confused to confident in 90 days without the need for outside validation. Ooh, I really like that, Gregory. It's a pleasure to have you on the show. Question number two, what is something that makes you smile and or laugh about working in your industry? (laughs) In the design industry, it's that we're on the other side of the apps where people get frustrated finding out why people are frustrated and how to eliminate that frustration. It's funny because on the other side of it, you get to kind of laugh at the other side of the, the mirror, you know, stand the other side of the black mirror where you're like, Oh, okay. I get it now. I understand why things operate the way they do Mm -hmm. a good little chuckle in the coaching industry. I think the funniest part is that we're feeding people vegetables. Everyone is feeding people vegetables in the coaching industry. It's just what brand and what seasoning that you that you put on those vegetables in order for people to eat them. Oh, I oh, go ahead. No, sorry, and the meat that you put with it, of course. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, and I, I I like that that that's a great analogy, the vegetables, because you know it, they're they're healthy for you, and they're, but there's different ways to uh, serve them up and 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 spice them up, I suppose. So that's a it's a great way to look at it. <laughs> <laughs> Question number three: I have a fictitious book with all the answers for business. What chapter would you think most companies should read? The chapter where the culture trickles from the top down. So nine times out of 10, if there is a culture problem, if there's a problem with a company, it starts with the CEO. It starts with the the values that that CEO lives by and the way that it is in, in interweaved into that company and trickles from the top down. Mm-hmm. So there's that quote, be the change you want to see in the world and treat people treat your people the way you want them to treat your people. It's basically the golden rule, right? But I think that it's, it's missed that there's this disconnect between the owner of the company or the CEO or that, that person that has established this business and the business itself or what it stands for or where it's going. And I would really encourage people to look at that chapter in the book. Mm-hmm. I really think that 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 is so insightful because it really is true. It you know anyone can want to feel a little bit appreciated and treated you know uh, well, and it doesn't take a lot for you know a CEO of a company to acknowledge somebody, one of the 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 people down the organizational chart that's doing a, a, you know, a great job and, and, and it would mean the world to them. But so often that's forgotten. And I I really think that uh, your insight is wonderful on that. Thank you. Question number four, other than the generic work harder, have a great attitude and care for customers. What advice would you give to other business leaders? 
I would say to deal with the imposter syndrome before mm-hmm. it becomes the place that you lead from. Mm-hmm. So we skip over mindfulness so many times. And this just kind of ties into the last question. If we're aware of who we are, what we want, where we're going, why we're doing something, if we have those principles in stone and we, it just helps build that confidence so that we're not leading from insecurity or a place of fear. We're leading from a place of trust. And this is why I do what I do. This is why I have the trust that I do because these principles are the guidelines that I follow in my life and my business. And the other thing I will say is learn to communicate. It's proven that learning how to speak and articulate your decisions or your just learning to articulate in general can increase your value by 50%. Mm-hmm. I, so. Yeah. No, no. I was just going to say, I, 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 you know, the, the 50%, I, I mean, I, I think you're, it's probably higher than that. That's, that's a conservative fit, uh, number, I, you know, because if you think about all the different ways that uh, one can communicate with others, um, if you can really um, effectively do that and do that confidently because you don't have that imposter syndrome, as you mentioned, I think that that can make a huge difference. Am I right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. That, oh, go ahead. We feel like an imposter because we haven't done it before and we feel like, who are we to do what we're doing? Mm-hmm. The only way to cure it because essentially it's that, that energy is the same. Imposter energy, anxiety, nervousness, fear. It's all the same energy, but when we relabel it as excitement or we just take the action, right? It changes that energy to something that can be used rather than something that hinders and, and holds back. So just the action cures anxiety. If mm-hmm. I just do it and I keep doing it, the law of averages will eventually take over there and I'll find myself doing better at and learning, even though I don't realize I'm learning, I'm still learning as I go. Mm-hmm. I really like that too. And, and, you know, it's that taking that action. And um, I like to also think of fear as a four letter acronym, fictional evidence appearing real. And, you know, we so often are fearful about something that may or may not happen. And it lets us get into this stuck state instead of a, a, a state of action, as you're suggesting. So I think that that's really insightful. I love that you used an acronym. <laughs> my, my acronym is actually empowering. I know that one. Actually, that's false events appearing real was, was the one I heard. Mm-hmm. But then there's face everything and rise. Fear is a prompt to face everything that, and and I've taken the, if anything scares you, or do one thing every day that scares you, Eleanor Roosevelt. That Mm -hmm. quote really inspired me. I turned it to a personal motto that is, if anything scares you, face it head on so that nothing stands in your way. Mm -hmm. Once you battle those fears, I mean, it's like taking a cold shower in the morning, that that priming exercise. Once I've done that, nothing else is going to be as hard as that was in, in that day. So, Very, very true. 
<laughs> and very insightful. Thank you for teaching me a, a, a couple different of those acronyms. I, I, I like that. Um, question number five, what other business leader like yourself would you like to acknowledge and invite to be on my podcast? So I have a few people in mind. First one that comes to mind is my business coach, uh, James Hilliard. He has been an integral part of my last six months, actually almost a year now. But I remember him from when I was barista at a software company. I got moved up and just it just started my journey. But I remember him stopping one day and saying, what are you doing? Because I had created such an experience at the Starbucks and I brought all these employees together that had never seen each other to, to congregate at this bar and just created an atmosphere. And he's like, you're, you're wasting your time. So that jump started, but then fast forward three years, he's now my business coach. I've started my own thing. I've moved up no longer in the service industry. So he was an integral part in that. And my life coach, Jessica Cosine. Then there's other people that have been integral parts of my journey, but they're all comfortable on camera. <laughs> they're all uh, very business-minded, dynamic leaders. So there's Everett Swain, Nandi Manning, Tracy Lovejoy, Shannon Lucas, Lee Andres, and Lauren Grief. I probably, I don't know if it's Grief or Grief, but they have all done so much in the communities that they serve and for me and everyone I've seen them interact with. And I just think that giving them that seven minutes would be amazing. Well, thank you for that. And I appreciate all those, uh, those people and I'll look forward to uh, connecting with them. And our final question, question number six, please tell me about your first job. <laughs> My first job was McDonald's. Mm. I was the fry guy. And you wouldn't think that she would learn much from working at McDonald's, but I think that was the best place to get a foundation because you learn that for pennies, I think I was making five fifteen when I started, you have to do so much so fast and you have to be able to read people on the spot to match their energy, to make their experience right. Uh, you have to, make sure that you keep up with the fries because a lot of people come through and get McDonald's fries. So mm -hmm. we went through pounds and pounds and tons of fries every week. And although I only did it on the weekends, it really strengthened my character and, and was a perfect start. If I could get, if I could recommend to anyone where you should start in your career journey, it would be at a fast food restaurant because that's going to be that character building exercise that, that intestinal fortitude that you need to be able to survive once you get to the corporate world and be able to communicate well with people. Uh, mm. and think on your feet. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's funny that you say that because uh, I, I know a lot of people who've been had that as their first job as well. And they say very similar things because you just, ha you just have to move. You just gotta, gotta have, you know, do as quickly as you can, because it's all about efficiencies. And I think it's important that, as you said, that the experience that the customer is having, because, you know, McDonald's is the perfect example of the, you walk into their location and the 
person expects a certain experience. So, you know, they have to, to, to live up to that. And so it's, it's really insightful and, and a great story because I can totally appreciate that. And I'm sure a lot of our listeners are going to as well. Thank you, Pete. It's been a joy being on this show. I, I know we planned this back in, I want to say January mm-hmm. or last year. So it's been a long time coming. It has, but it's been worth it. We finally got it to happen. And Gregory, I, I absolutely appreciate you being on the show. How can people find you? Uh, so I run my Facebook page, like my landing page for like my website. So mm-hmm. all the coaching stuff is on Facebook. You can find me under my full name, Gregory Kasim Rutledge. On YouTube, it's G Was Insane is the channel. I am on TikTok, Question Everything LLC. And Instagram, I believe, is Gwiz Inquisitive. I was trying to have some kind of parody between it all, but you know, people steal my name, and I just there will be a rebrand at some point, and we're working on that. Uh, but yeah, those are the places you can find me, and then of course here on LinkedIn, uh, I've become sort of the LinkedIn guy in my field. <laughs> uh, that well, at least that's what they used to know me as. Now they know who I am, but it started as, "Hey, you're the LinkedIn guy," so. You're on LinkedIn. I'm under my full name as well. Perfect. This is Professor Pete Alexander with the Winning at Business of Life podcast. Thanks for listening. Welcome, change agents, to your go-to place for stories that ignite your spirit, fuel your purpose, and connect us all. We believe in the incredible power of the human spirit its boundless resilience, and the inspiration it brings to our lives. On the Driving Change Podcast, we'll journey together through the extraordinary yet very relatable experiences of some of the most amazing people on earth. Our mission? That through these stories, we might just spark change within you and awaken a newfound motivation to harness your unique gifts to make a real difference in the world. So get ready to be inspired and join us on this incredible adventure. You can find the Driving Change Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you love listening to your favorite podcasts.